Welcome to episode 20 of the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership. I'm Tim Barnes. And I'm Nathan Ruby. Well, Nathan, today is episode 20 of the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership. I think I was telling you, I participated in an online conference this week, and the stat was put out there that most people who start a podcast never make it to episode 10. So I think we're feeling a little bit like celebrating today, don't you think? I would say so. You know, I, we should have like some confetti or, or like some hats or uh, what are those things that you blow into and it rolls out, the, you know, some of those things. And I, I would do confetti, but then I'd have to clean it up and vacuum. So I, I think I'll skip the confetti. But yeah, that's 20 is pretty cool. That's uh, that's pretty exciting. Well, we thought as we talked about this, that we would take some time to reflect on this episode, this 20 episode journey. And to share some things that we've learned that might also be helpful as you lead your nonprofit. But before we do that, Nathan, why don't you first share about why we started this podcast in the first place? You know, Tim, the, the reason that I did, and, and I, I know a lot of, of your uh, desire and energy behind this podcast is, is similar to mine, but for me, I, I've had this journey, I've had this 20, five, nearly 25 year journey through the nonprofit world. Um, you know, I didn't, I, I, this wasn't my plan, you know, my, as a, as a 23, 24, 25 year old, this, it was, this wasn't my life direction. And my, my life direction at that time was, was within my family business, my, my dad's business. And, uh, and that door closed, the, the business was, was sold and, that's a story that's way too long to tell. And I ended up going into the nonprofit world by answering an ad. And um, it just it, it, a fluke that I got hired because I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea what I was supposed to do. Uh, but that started my my fundraising world and my nonprofit world. And then it it it's morphed and moved and turned and tipped and uh, since then. And all along that way, I had some really good mentors. I had some people that helped me. I, I had people who taught me. And I wanted through this podcast, of course, back in 1998, 99, there was no podcast. You know, nobody even knew what that meant, or you know, there was no such thing. And but this is, I guess this was my way to try to do that same thing, to to provide some some support, some help, some. I'm not sure mentoring is the right word, but, but to make it, it, if I could just make it a little easier for somebody that that's, that's coming along, who's new into um, the, the nonprofit sector, new to being an executive director, been in the executive director seat for a few years and, and is, you know, looking to improve skills in a certain area. If I can, you know, bring a little bit of value to those folks, then that's, that's something I wanted to do. And, um, you know, I don't know everything and, and I still make mistakes and I get things wrong all the time, but I think I can help people maybe have their journey be just a little easier. And that's, that's why I wanted to do this. Well, you know, it's interesting. Nathan and I both have such a heart for nonprofit work because we see nonprofits making a difference, changing situations, impacting people's lives. And so we're all for that. We've given ourselves to that kind of work. 
but we know it's tough and we've all we've all kind of slogged through the mud <laughs> get to the places that that where we are now and we just as nathan said we just want to come alongside people and hey we've learned a few things let's share that let's encourage let's challenge let's walk together and we actually talked about doing this for for a number of years oh my gosh yeah you know it was a topic <laughs> conversation continually and and uh yeah someday we're gonna do it but anyway <laughs> we finally we finally jumped in and and did it and i think we've learned some things that that are applicable as well to our nonprofit journey as leaders it's probably applicable to <laughs> every area of our lives. But as we've reflected back over these, putting these 20 episodes together and, and even the work we did ahead of time, some, some things have popped up into our minds that we would like to share. And hopefully it will be helpful for you as well. So let's, let's dive into some of the things that, that we've learned, Nathan. I think the first point that, that comes to mind is that we really didn't kick this thing off until we scheduled it and then started showing up. And, you know, again, we had talked about it for a long time. We had said, hey, we can do this. We can do that. We never really, really got it together. And there were some other things that we're going to share in a few minutes that kind of helped us take the next step. But the one thing we did was we said, hey, we're going to start giving it an hour. Every Wednesday morning, we're going to get together and we're going to we're going to spend time on it. We're either going to spend time on planning. We're going to record. We're going to do something. But we're actually, every Wednesday, it's on my schedule. We're going to show up and do it. And it wasn't until we scheduled and started showing up that things started to come together. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it, it is interesting, I guess, because um, Tim and I both work, our, our, the, the organizations that we lead are both international organizations. And, Tim, I haven't thought of it this way, but it was COVID when our travel schedule stopped and we weren't as able to travel as much. And that's when it started to, to connect for us. And because back in you know two, three, four years ago when we were working on this, it was okay, uh, you know, we'll be back together again in a month. So when we get back together again in a month, you know, you're gonna do this and I'm gonna do this. And and uh, it was it was too long of a of a period, and there was just you know I, I we just we I don't think we fully committed to each other and held each other accountable. Of okay, this is the date; it's one week from now, and we're going to show up at you know eight thirty in the morning on a Zoom call because you know we can't leave the house because of COVID, and you know, and, and I didn't want to let you down and, and you didn't want to let me down. And so we got our stuff done and yeah, that was a, that was a big switch. And, you know, it doesn't, that's not about a podcast. That's, that's about when you show up to work. I mean, that's getting the, the next year's budget done on time or getting the agenda for the board meeting next week done or doing the donor calls or, you know, getting the reports done for the program, whatever it is, it is, it's that discipline of saying, okay, this is it. We're, I, I'm going to do this and I'm, I'm going to hold myself accountable to do it on a regular basis when it needs to be done. And if you don't do that, you're just, you're never going to get this stuff done. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I, and I think we oftentimes, I mean, we really kind of wanted to do this, but I think we also maybe knew that it was going to take a lot of work. And, and so it's like, 
you know, maybe make excuses or whatever, but I think about it in the nonprofit world, in, in the worlds we live in, there are things that are really important, but they just, sometimes it's like, I'm going to try to do everything I can to not have to do that. Like maybe making those phone calls to share the vision and get people mm-hmm. to support and, and, and all that. So anyway, but I think the point we, we've said, we finally scheduled it, put it down in concrete and said, we're going to show up and we're going to, we're going to work at it. And I think that's pretty applicable in the, in this, in whatever you're doing in your nonprofit and work and life. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Well, I was sharing this with you earlier today that, um, you know, point that that hit me was the idea that if you want to do something and not sure what to do, the information is probably out there. And, you know, there's a lot of things, particularly as you come in as a, maybe a newer executive director, um, maybe leading for the first time or leading in a, in a, uh, in an organization that's maybe doing things differently than you've done in the past. And you think, I just, I don't know how to do that (laughs) or whatever, but I, but I think it's, it's uh, hit us that if you want to do something and not sure the, the information, there's a way to learn that. There's a way to get it out there. And that's, it's kind of the internet. Google has just about anything in the world that you want to know how to do. It's out there and don't hold back, go find it, figure it out and then do it. You know, I have, uh, I started uh, weightlifting. Oh gosh, probably five years ago, six years ago. And I thoroughly enjoy it. It, It's, I can't do it as much as I, when I first started, I bet it was more like eight or nine years ago and I can't, I can't do it as much and I can't do it as heavy as I used to, because it just, my body can't keep up with it, but this was probably three years ago about, and I was watching a, uh, a video part of my, part of the routine that I have, the workout I have is, is curls, arm curls, which is kind of a common, uh, lift. And I was watching a video on it. I think I even had the TV going on in the background. I was watching this video and the, and I bet, I know I'd watched that video half a dozen times and I've watched other videos on the same thing, but the guy said one thing that totally changed how I lifted on my, on my curls. And that was, you had to lock your elbows into the side of your body, because if you don't lock your, your elbows into the side of your body, your, your arm has a tendency to come forward. And so it's not your bicep lifting. It now gets into your shoulder lifting. And it was like, huh, I don't ever remember that. So the next day when I was lifting, I actually really focused on that. And oh, oh, oh man, it just wiped my arms out because I was actually doing it correctly. And, you know, it, it, it's the, it's the same way with the, as an executive director of a, of a small to medium nonprofit, there's a thousand different things that you are responsible for that you're supposed to be doing. And, you know, your skill set might only be in half a dozen of those thousand things. And you don't know everything. I don't know everything. And so you, you've got to go places, you know, there's on online, there's thousands, maybe tens of thousands of people to help you in, in not in fundraising and board governance and accounting and all marketing, all the different things that you have to do. And, and, you know, our hope, Tim, is that we could be just one of those 
one of those sources out there and and maybe we bring a, a little fun and and we bring our own stories to the equation but there's you just if if you're struggling with something that is that they are out there you just got to go find them we did the same thing when we started podcasting we looked around who's doing it we watched some videos how do you how do you even edit you know a podcast I had no idea but you know there's there's plenty of sources out there and so i think what we're saying is we were reminded that if there's something you're struggling with as a leader or if there's something you're not quite sure how to do there are plenty of sources there are plenty of opportunities to find that information and then and then do it so don't just because you don't know something don't let that hold you back from leading in the way that, that you need to why don't you talk about the next point nature sure. So the next one that we have is it's worth investing in outside help and coaching. We knew we were getting serious. We, we knew that, okay, this was, we drew, had drawn our line in the sand. We were actually, you know, had some steps we were doing and, and we were, we were moving forward on those steps. And there's a, there's a guy that uh, both Tim and I have been following uh, a blogger and, and coach and marketing guy for uh, we followed him for years. Uh, his name is Rob Hatch, and Rob does some coaching as well for people that were are you know coaching like for people like us trying to trying to get this thing going. And so Tim reached out to him and said, "Hey, can we can we get some of your time?" And so we had a call and and we decided, yeah, this was going to be a fit. And and so we we bought a package, a, a coaching package, and you know I think probably between number one of scheduling and show up and then the time Tim that you and I spent with Rob, I think those two things is what actually pushed this over the edge and got this thing going. Uh, and it was, he just, he was able to, to give us a clear pathway forward. And I think some of the things we, we knew, I think he was, we, we had it. Okay. But it was just him saying, yep, the, yep. Those are right. You know, you're, you're going in the right direction, but then there was a few things, uh, you know, I know you're, you know, you're, you're looking at this. Have you thought about doing this or have you thought, and of course his way was better. Uh, so it, it took us about nine seconds to figure that one out, but it was, it was well, well worth the the money that we spent. I agree with that. And just even having someone see it from a different perspective and then ask some questions, questions maybe that we hadn't thought of that, that lets us wrestle with that. And so I think it's the same way as a leader, you know, who you surround yourself with, who you invite into that process is so important. And a lot of times we think, ah, oh, it's just, we, we can't afford that. It, it's, it's, it's hard for us sometimes to think about actually investing, whether it's finances or maybe it's even just time. I don't know that I have the time to do it. We did both and we feel like it was really worth having that outside perspective someone who knew what they were talking about and was worth making that, that investment. Yeah, it, it was. And I think for, and even if you're in a, in a community, small, big, large, doesn't make any difference. And you're, you're new to this job. You're new to being an executive director. I would encourage you to call up or email, reach out to pick out two or three or four uh, of the big dogs in town. I mean, that, the CEO of the hospital or the executive director of the largest social service agency in town, even, even if they don't know you and have never heard of you, I think you would be surprised at how willing 
nonprofit leaders are willing to connect with people that are new to the industry, people that are new in, in their jobs and are looking for just somebody to, you know, lean into them, somebody to, to that. I don't even know how, how to say that, but just, I, I would encourage you to do that. I think you'll be surprised how willing executive directors who are large organizations been in the business 20, 25, 30 years, they will spend time with you and, and give of themselves and their knowledge to you if you ask them. So we're saying it's worth investing in outside help and in coaching to help you as a nonprofit leader continue to, to grow and be more effective in, in what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Because we do the same thing. Uh, so- and number four is continuous improvement is better than postponed perfection. What do you think about that, Tim? Well, you know what? This really, as I was thinking about this and thinking about this 20 episode journey, this is a statement that um, one of the guys that used to be on our board of another nonprofit organization, this is attributed to him. I'm sure he got it from somewhere else, but this idea of continuous improvement. And when we, when we started this, you know, we just, we were, we were rookies and we, we still are, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we hadn't done this before. We just put it out there and, and just said, you know, we're going to, we, we may suck at the moment, but we're going to get better. We're going to try to get better. And, and just seeing that you don't wait until everything, all the ducks are in a row, everything's perfect. Cause you'll, you'll never be at that, that place. And we had to start, we had to start and try to do things better each time. Um, if you haven't, if you haven't read the book Atomic Habits by James Clear, great, great book on every day being 1% better, you know, just really working at being just a little bit better each day. And that's what we've tried to do. So don't, as a, as a nonprofit leader, don't postpone, you know, doing stuff until you can get it just right. Just start and get better each day. Yeah, it was, I think we were in uh, episode four or five. I can't remember exactly which one. And I read uh, a, I can't remember if it was an actual podcast I was listening to, or if I read the article, whatever, but I found out that the microphone that I was using was the absolutely wrong microphone to be using for what we were trying to do. Uh, And it was, it was picking up sounds like three doors down. It was, that thing was so sensitive and it was picking up all of this ambient noise. And, uh, it was like, Oh, that'd been nice if I would have known that, you know, before. So I got a different microphone and the, there were, there are, I'm not going to say which ones, but you know, we have episodes where we get done recording and it's like, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. And we have episodes where it's like, Oh man, that's, you know, we could have, that didn't go so well. And, and I think, you know, some of the things we've, we've, we've changed our, how we prep and, and that will, I'm sure that's going to continue and, and we'll get better. And, and so hope, hopefully, uh, episode 25 will even be better than this one. But I think this, this really comes up in your, in your jobs as executive directors, an easy one is major donor work. And you, you may feel like I, I can't go talk to major donors. I have no idea what to say. I have no, um, you know, I don't know what to do. And, you know, certainly that's, that's obviously something we can help you with, but it it is, you just got to go do it. And the first one is going to be terrible. And the second one is going to be not as terrible. And the third one 
is going to be, Oh, well, okay. And maybe by the fourth or fifth one, it, it gets to the point where you're actually starting to relax and you're not in terror. And, you know, maybe by the seventh or eighth, you're actually kind of starting to have fun. And, but the, the key is, is that you don't, you can't get there. You can't get to donor seven or eight or nine if you don't do donor one. And uh, same way with, you know, doing uh, appeal letters and, you know, you start some of those early appeal letters that I did when I was in my early, late twenties, early thirties, man, they're atrocious, but they still, I mean, people sent money and uh, you know, and I, I, even, even today I, I have ones that I've you know written from a few years back and I go back and it's like, Oh, that's not so bad. And um, so anyway, it, it doesn't make any difference what it is. Um, you get better the more you do it, but you can't, you can't wait till you're perfect or else you'll never get started. That's right. So, so launch out, don't hold back, just uh, try it, jump into things, do the best you can reflect, you know, Nathan mentioned just about after every episode, we have conversation about, you know, reflecting on what we said and what we did and, and just trying to say, Hey, can we do something better? Even topics we talk about, is there something that we should be be focused on? So try it, reflect on it, and make improvements, continually improving in what you're doing. That's in every area of your life as a leader and in your home, your community, wherever, wherever you are. So Nathan, any last words? Yeah, I think my, <clears throat> lastly, I, just, I, I really enjoy doing these. I, I, I love the um, the time I get to spend with you, Tim, I love the interaction that we've had with listeners who have, uh, you know, emailed us and asked questions and, and to, and brought some of their own specific things that they're dealing with and, and being able to, to give some additional help there. And so I just, I I'm thankful to be here. I'm having fun. And, you know, I, my, my promise to you is the next 20 are going to be better than the last 20. Well, thanks for joining us on this journey. Uh, we hope in some way that we've brought some encouragement and hope to you and some insight. And also, as Nathan has mentioned, we hope maybe things are a little bit easier as you reflect and think about what we, what we're talking about. So if you're enjoying these podcasts and you're finding them helpful, uh, would you post a review on the platform in which you're listening? That really helps us be more visible and it's able, it helps us to be able to be found by others who might really benefit from this podcast. That would be a great, great help to us. And we would love to hear from you. If you have an idea for a podcast topic, or you'd like some input in a challenge, maybe you're facing as a leader, our emails are always in the show notes, or you can go to nonprofitleader.online. That's nonprofitleader.online and leave a comment or a voicemail on, on that website. So Nathan, here's to another 20. 